Hello, good afternoon. I am Oli Chi and this is Eve's Vitals Foundation EVF. I welcome you all back to our monthly series with the topic virginity versus purity. And I bless the Lord for our step one where we talked about the concept of virginity and the misconceptions on virginity and as promised we move straight to the step two where i said we're going to talk about the concept of purity the myths on purity and virginity and we're going to establish a link between four different aspects and they are virginity purity sex and marriage and this is how the monthly series is going on um an episode for a sunday so we're left with two sundays in this month so we have two episodes for this series and i want you to stay tuned and stay blessed and this topic is coming to us this month because these are very important aspects in the lives of youths and teenagers that's brought a lot of issues confronting their lives without further ado we're going straight to the concept of purity Purity is related to guiltless, blameless, or innocent behavior. In Bible terms, purity is the state of being unsullied by sin or moral wrong, lacking knowledge of evil. It stands over against such conduct or attitudes as unfaithfulness to God's covenant, which we can see in Hosea chapter 8 verse 1. In Exodus 23 verse 7, an innocent person is portrayed as someone who is righteous as measured by the demands of the law. God's people must be consecrated and that is purity. In the New Testament, the focus is basically on moral purity. For example, chastity, which you can see in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2. Purity also relates to innocence in one's attitude and uprightness. And we can see that in Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 and i would like to read that very quickly and it says in conclusion my brothers and sisters fill your mind with those things that are good and that deserve praise things that are true noble right pure lovely and honorable you know purity is also associated with understanding patience and kindness and we can see that in second corinthians 6 verse 6 and also it relates to speech life love and faith and we can see that in first timothy chapter 4 verse 12 and i would also want to read that and it says let no man despise thy youth but be thou an example of the believers in word in conversation in charity in spirit in faith and in purity and lastly purity relates to reverence and we can see that in first peter chapter 3 verse 2 so this is what we have on the concept of purity and this is what purity entails there are others there are more definitions but this is what we have so moving straight to the myths on purity and virginity just like there are myths misconceptions and beliefs on virginity we also have some on purity and virginity but i'm going to limit them to just two the first these two concepts are separable i know a lot of people often think that virginity is practically different from purity yes no doubt they are in concept and definition but they are inseparable in relation both concepts work together some persons are virgins but not purified in their thoughts actions dress sense and a lot of sort 
While others are purified but not virgins, some persons don't involve in sexual activities or have never had any sexual intercourse, but in their words, in their actions, thoughts, they are guilty of stains, going down to masturbation, pornography, visiting porn sites, etc. While others engage a lot in sexual activities but do not do the others. Note, you can't be a virgin and not be purified, just like you can't be purified and not be a virgin. All two concepts must be achieved. I know some persons are not virgins, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't live a life of purity. I know some persons are purified, but they're not virgins. So these two concepts must be achieved. So, and um, I want you to also know that um, some maintain virginity and then they lose purity. God created virginity. But God gifted purity. One reason why we call ourselves pure is because of the price Jesus paid, and that is God's gift to man. Now we're moving straight to the second misconception. It's a term greatly used by some persons, and it is as long as I'm in the fold. I've heard some persons say it doesn't matter as long as I'm in the fold, or as long as I'm of God, or as long as I'm with God, or as long as I work for God, you know. So they believe that Jesus came and has taken all our sins away, both the ones we've done, are doing, and will do, because there's forgiveness. It's true. There's forgiveness of sins, but Jesus never gave a license to continue sin. If truly you are born of God, God doesn't live in sin. You coming into the fold, accepting Christ and being in Him, dwelling in Him, abiding in Him, doesn't make you justified to live in sin. The Bible tells us that those who are born of God doesn't continue to sin. Being in the fold doesn't give you a license to engage in sexual activities when you aren't married. Neither are you justified to masturbate, watch pornography, visit porn sites because you've met Jesus. A true Christian wouldn't do that. So that is what we have on the myths on purity and virginity. And we're going to establish a link now between four different concepts, like I said, virginity, purity, sex, and marriage. There is a wonderful link God has established between virginity, purity, sex, and marriage. The link is God created you. God instituted marriage, God created sex, and God gifted purity. You want to maintain virginity, you must upgrade purity. And you want to keep purity, you must abstain from sex and sexual activities until marriage. Not because sex is bad, but because sex outside marriage is wrong. God protects intimacy and sex within the shelter of a marriage commitment as a reflection of his holiness and love. And this was rightly said by Chip Ingram in his book, Love, Sex and Lasting Relationship. God built into life certain consequences that flow as a result of not adhering to instructions concerning sex. That's why there are diseases called STDs. That's why people break up. There's a... Um, that's why when you live together before you're married, your sexual satisfaction goes down and divorce rate goes up. And that's why destinies are destroyed. God loves us so much that there are consequences to doing things outside his will. It's for our ultimate good. Yes, it's for our ultimate good. The introduction of sex in a dating relationship is almost always the ushering of the breakup of that relationship. And I want to leave us in that note. You introduce sex into your dating relationship. 
you're ushering in the breakup of that relationship. There are other factors that can cause a breakup, but most times, when sex is introduced into a dating relationship, that's the ushering of the breakup of that relationship. So, I'm glad that we've come to the end of the step two, where we've talked about purity, what it entails, you know, being consecrated to God, and we've talked about the misconceptions, where some person feel, um, feel that these two concepts are separable. Yes, they are in definition, like I said, but they are concepts that work together in our daily living. And for the term as or for the whole idea, as long as I'm in the fold, I want us to understand, like I said, it doesn't give us a license to continue in sin. And the link has been created because these four concepts, God loves these four concepts and he has put them together because he wants to produce a very blissful marriage for you and that's why these concepts have to be intact for us yes so like i said <laughs> or like i would always say i can't wait to get back to you on the step three where is actually or which is actually the main work for this series we're going to be talking about purity in a relationship so i want you to stay blessed i want you to stay tuned and i pray that the holy spirit will water this and they fall as fruitful seeds in our souls in Jesus' name. And I pray it nourishes us. So I want you to have a blessed day. I want you to have a blessed week ahead. Shalom. God bless you.